This is Retire South Shore Radio, a weekly program designed to educate you on all your retirement options and introduce you to Mark Roulette, founder of South Shore Retirement Services. For the latest on free seminars, to obtain a report or to set up a consultation, please visit RetireSouthShore.com. Retirement services and real-world retirement solutions. Looking at the whole picture to design a complete strategy, including retirement planning, Medicare decisions, and legal documents. Now, here's Mark Rowlett and your host, Jordan Rich. Hello, it's great to be with you as always. I'm Jordan Rich, and this is Retire South Shore Radio, our first October broadcast for the fall season. I welcome Mark Roulette, the founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services. You look like you got your uh, sweater for raking leaves on right now. I got a very green theme going on today. <laughs> it was a chilly this morning, so I just decided to put a fleece on. It's kind green, of nice green fits story. you well with the accent yes, and all I that. Think so. It really does. <laughs> well, Mark, as always, we're here to provide information and education, and I, I want to add inspiration to people because retirement is a, a lofty uh, project for anyone, and it's something to really take into account. It's very important, and uh, for many people out there listening, they are thinking, "Well, I can probably do a lot of this myself." Then there are others who just want to make the best decisions for themselves, whether they do it or not. And then I'm guessing there are other people. How do you, how do you play? Yeah, you have people in between. You know, those listening today, um, some people consider themselves maybe financial whizzes is a, is a, is a push, but you know, that they're able to take care of the things themselves and that's fine. And some other people are just trying to figure out what the best thing for them to do is. And some people are in between and do a little bit themselves, want to hear and want to listen to advice. And every week when we do webinars or seminars, I get feedback from people who are listening every week to the radio show, which is wonderful. And they have lots of questions when they come in. And I wanted to talk about, you know, some questions that retirees are asking us, people who are getting ready to retire or have already retired. And sometimes that they're answering the questions for themselves and they may or may not be correct because there's one place you don't want to get it wrong and that's taxes and retirement. And as you know, we do a lot uh, of helping people with tax strategies. Obviously, we don't give it uh, tax advice, but I have Karen and her team, uh, the CPAs who do, which is wonderful. Um, But I wanted to talk about you know, some of the questions that people are are, um, asking us when they come into the office. And I know that you know, many people who are listening and lots and lots of people that we meet with may already have some sort of a strategy. Uh, they may already have a financial advisor, but if you're ever thinking um, or worrying about whether or not your money will last you as long as retirement uh, will, meaning that your money will outlive you, um, you may want to review and see if adjustments mm. should be made to your overall And boy, side. when you, you said what you said about taxes, uh, I know people who have been really sharp and have done their own taxes or have worked side by side with a CPA that they're very close with and they, they keep fastidious records and all that. But it's so different when the retirement world and you enter that world because all the stuff you work on as an employer or an employee changes. So you're absolutely right. Absolutely. I mean, you could be a genius in your field, but even from a tax standpoint saying, I know how to minimize my taxes every single year. And that's wonderful. But sometimes people don't know what they don't know. That's the reality of it. You know, that if you don't know something exists, how would you know to potentially incorporate it into your overall retirement strategy? So we know taxes are constantly changing, especially in the environment that we're in now, not to be a doom and gloomer at all, but 
you know, debt is up, um, the market is up, and things just, the way they're going, our opinion is that, you know, at some point things have to kind of change a little mm. bit. I know the national debt is up probably over $30 trillion right now. I was talking to clients last week and I said, I, I, gosh, I can remember when I got into the business, I think the national debt was like $9 trillion and people were like, oh my God. <laughs> and now it's approaching 30 And, you know, with the way things are going, it'd be reasonable to assume in, you know, 15 or 20 years that it would be double that, which is an unbelievable figure. So, you know, I, I understand and we incorporate with our CPAs. CPAs do a fantastic job, but they are tax preparers. They're preparing your taxes. So maybe it might make sense to consider looking at a tax strategy in addition to your tax preparation. Obviously, you have to do that, but look at a tax strategy. Before we get to some of the questions in earnest, uh, yeah. it's always a good thing to to know that there are uh, options and areas where you can get help and get information. And one of those is the 15-minute no-obligation strategy call. So many people avail themselves of it and get a lot out of it because there's absolutely nothing to it. it in fact, you even schedule it at your convenience, and you can do that at retiresouthshore.com. But you'll be able to talk with one of the all-hands analysis group, and uh, they will be able to answer a specific question, one specific question, or give you at least the information to lead to the answer, and it's so helpful. So again, go to retiresouthshore.com. I'll also give you the phone number. You can always leave a message, and someone will get back to you first of the week, 781-836-4214. So we talked, obviously, in general terms about the tax implications in retirement, but what are some of the specific questions that people should be considering? Yeah, there's a lot of areas that, um, you know, including lots of our clients when they come in that they get confused about and, and, and maybe they miss out on something if they don't, you know, put a strategy in place that they're being proactive on these things. And, and obviously the, the large one, and I'm just kind of going to drill down on that mm-hmm. pretty much for the, for the, for the show is taxes in retirement themselves. Uh, the, the big question that people have and their, I guess their initial thought is what tax bracket, not necessarily what tax bracket, but where am I going to be from a tax standpoint in retirement? Am I going to be in a higher tax bracket or am I going to be in a lower tax bracket? And most people feel like when they go into retirement, they're going to be in a lower tax bracket, but it depends. It depends on many, many things where you end up. And some people are actually going to end up in the same, if not a higher tax bracket. And I've met multiple people over the course of the last few days that will most likely through I, I guess no fault of their own, just being really good savers, they will probably end up in a higher tax bracket in retirement because of things that are going to have to happen as they go through retirement. So uh, let's let's look at reasons as to why you might end up being in a, in a higher tax bracket in retirement. No more tax deductions, right? Most people, when they get into retirement, they either have a very small mortgage or they don't have a mortgage at all. And any mortgage that they have, as you know, at towards the tail end of that, you're just paying principal. So there's not really a lot of interest there. So you lose that mortgage deduction, the kids are grown and gone out of the house and hopefully dependent uh, by themselves uh, and not dependent on you. So you don't have those same deductions. Um, you also have the the fun side of things. Retirees want to do stuff, especially coming out of the last 18 months that we've had. Oh, yes. People want to travel. People want to go on cruises. People want to do fun things when they transition into retirement. And that costs money. And then, you know, the, the other one is what's the future of the taxes going to be? Uh, I mean, I Nobody has a crystal ball, but I think everyone is probably on the same page that taxes are going to go up. And whether you think taxes are high or not now, look at the history of it. The highest tax rate in 2021 is 37% federally, right? Uh, in the 70s, it was 70%. In the 40s, it was 90%. So I don't necessarily think mm-hmm. we, we'll head back to that. But 
we're in a really, really low tax environment and it's trending in the uh, upward direction. And if there's ever a time, as you say, to be proactive, this is it. And the the action taken is oftentimes just asking questions and getting good advice. That's important to remember. So that's, that's the overall big elephant in the corner of the room. What's yeah. going to happen when you retire? And you said something that's really hit home to me. People think that well, because I'm not working and because I'm not bringing in an income, that my taxes are automatically going to go down because how could they possibly tax me? I'm not making any money, but you are making money. You know, the money you've saved is making money for you and that's taxable. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so many people are unaware that certain things are taxable at all. Um, and then people do a fantastic job. A lot of our clients have done an unbelievably good job of, you know, socking money away in their 401ks or their 403bs um, and at the same time the market has been phenomenal for the last 10 plus years so those two things combined end up with people with large amounts of money that they have not paid taxes on yet and you know the government's coming down the pike and they're going to say we need to start having you take money out of these accounts or when i say we need to they're going to say you need to start taking money out of these accounts so right. being proactive is obviously really important in pretty much everything in your life, but being proactive in how you would arrange your retirement strategy is probably one of the most important things for people to do as they're transitioning into retirement. And, and I say this time in and time, uh, you know, week in and week out, making money with your money is obviously an important part of retirement strategies, but looking at your lifetime tax bill and being smart with how you pay taxes and when you pay taxes and how much you're paying is probably equally as important. And, and looking at what's taxed and what's not taxed is part of what we would look at doing. So one of the other things that I wanted to talk about was taxes on social security. People have asked me, oh, no, there's no taxes on social security. And, and, and yes, there potentially can be taxes on social security. For most of our clients, they are paying tax on social security at some point in their lives. So let's look at how it's taxed. I mean, it's based on provisional income. So on Social Security alone, up to 85% of your Social Security can be subject to ordinary income taxes, right? And and how do you know where you're, where you're going to be? How do you know what your provisional income is, right? Provisional income is calculated by taking your adjusted gross income, so your gross adjusted income after your deductions and whatnot, adding 50% of your social security to it, and then adding all of your tax exempt interest. So if you have like tax free bonds that you're not paying tax on, the interest that they kick hmm. off is also used in that calculation. So that determines whether your social is going to be taxed at all. So the tax rates are on social security is if you have less than $32,000 of provisional income, there's no income tax on your social security. If you have 32 to $44,000, 50% is taxable. And if you're over $44,000, 85% of your social is taxable. And th that's for a joint filer. For, for um, individuals, it's a little bit less. But for joint filers, that, that's the math on things. So I'm not saying don't take it. We counsel people on, on their social security all the time. But just be aware that that is going to be taxed for you. So be aware of what other monies you're going to spend to help supplement that social security. Mark, benefit. we're talking about misconceptions and uh, information that is kind of sketchy. That might be the biggest question that a lot of people have, and you just answered it. And boy, talk about a back-end way to pay taxes. Uh, people aren't expecting it. And when you're not expecting something, the impact is a lot worse, a lot more dramatic. Well, yeah, especially since, you know, when the the origination of Social Security was you would pay into it and never pay taxes right. on it again. Right, the safety net, right. Changed. So, right. yeah, people are sometimes surprised that that is subject to federal taxes in this state. 
Um, another thing that I think is good because people are like, well, what can I do? If, uh, I, I, I said, said this at a seminar last week where I have a number of clients that all worked for the same company. They all retired and they all thankfully came to our office for guidance. Almost all of them, there was like six of them, almost all of them went back to work part time in retirement. Quite honestly, a couple of them said, my wife will kill me if I stay home all the time. <laughs> so they went back to work. They didn't necessarily need the money, but they were working part time. Um, being that they were part time, they weren't eligible for a retirement plan um, at the employers that they were at. So under the old rules, when you were over 70 and a half, you could not fund a traditional IRA. And that's a lot of the time the question that we get is, can I do anything? I, I, I just I don't need the money. Can I sock it away somewhere? So the SECURE Act, which came out in the end of 2019, allows people to now fund traditional IRAs if they have earned income, regardless of what age they are. So you could be taking an RMD out of an account and funding a traditional IRA as well. It's just something to note. If you don't need the money and you feel like you can take benefit from taking a tax deduction there, then we want people to be able to um, do it. And obviously, we want people to be aware of it. So many options, so much more to discuss on the show. But don't forget, there's an opportunity for you to learn more on the website, RetireSouthShore.com. And that 15-minute no-obligation strategy call is a terrific device working for dozens and dozens of people who have done it and done well with it. You can uh, visit RetireSouthShore.com and connect and schedule that way or call 781-836-4214. More with Mark Roulette right after these words. You can't get a second opinion from the person who gave you the first. That's especially true when it comes to your retirement. You deserve sound advice from qualified professionals. And that's what the All Hands Analysis Team at South Shore Retirement Services is all about. Mark Rowlett, founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services. Most of our clients have a person when we meet with them, somebody who has helped them accumulate their wealth during their working lives. But distribution, going into retirement, starting to take money out of these accounts is a totally different animal. It's not just about returns. Returns are important, but strategizing on what's the best way to take this money out, how you should take it out, when you should take it out, and where you should take it from is critically important when you're transitioning into retirement. Schedule your free 15-minute strategy call today and get helpful answers to your retirement questions. Visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com. Welcome back. We continue now with Retire South Shore Radio. Mark Roulette and I are talking about a variety of important subjects, most of them related to uh, taxes and some of the misconceptions and some of the overarching questions that people have. And we talked right before the break about Social Security and whether or not that is taxable. It is. And now let's talk a little bit about annuities. People think that annuities are free and clear of any intervention, but what's the real story? Well, I mean, it depends on what sort you have. And some of these annuities are so powerful for people in their retirement um, income needs, where they're kicking out income to them on a monthly basis or whatever way they're taking it. And, and, and they like that. Um, but the question comes up is, uh, is my annuity income, the money I'm getting from an annuity, taxable? And, and the answer is maybe. And I know okay. that sounds like a, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not going to answer it, but I am. Maybe it's maybe it's taxable. If you have an annuity that's an IRA annuity, obviously we know all of the money coming out of that because it's an IRA hasn't been taxed yet. It's going to be taxable. If you have an annuity that's a Roth IRA, no, it's not going to be taxable because it's a Roth IRA. But what happens if you have what they call a non-qualified annuity? And a non-qualified annuity is just you took a bunch of money, you put it into an annuity, whatever, and it grew and it did whatever it was going to do. But you have a basis in that account. So you have a, a sum of money that you've already paid taxes on before you put it in there. 
And how is that tax coming out? That can be complicated. It depends on what sort of annuity you have. Some people have these immediate annuity accounts that will just turn onto in income straight away. They give them a monthly payout either for a period of time or for their life. And they have this uh, tax code called the exclusion ratio, excuse me, where a piece of each of those payments will be equally you know, taxed. So it's consistent throughout. But a lot of people have these annuities and people listening are probably aware that they have these income riders on, on annuities where you get fabulous growth while you're accumulating on the income side of things. And then you get an, a stream of income on the other side for, for the remainder of your life or your, you and your spouse's life. Sometimes those uh, annuity um, payments are fully taxable. Sometimes they're not taxable at all. Then they can start getting taxable again. I'll talk about my mother and father-in-law who have mm -hmm. one of those. Mm -hmm. um, they put after-tax money into it. Um, and for the first few years, they were just getting the interest out because interest comes out first and all of the interest on that account was taxable. Then they started going into their principal. So the principal was not taxable, but then the principal started making money while they were taking distributions, now they're taking interest again out. So it jumps back and forth. So I, I would really encourage people, if you have those accounts to review, to make sure that they that you understand how, how they're going to get taxed when you ultimately use them for the purposes that you got it for in the first place. Or obviously allow us to look at it for you and, and see if it if it is in fact what you think it is going forward. Well, that's what I was, I was about to bring up, the overall viewpoint that uh, – the All Hands Analysis crew at South Shore Retirement Services has, you have an, a perspective looking at long-range calendar speculation, figuring out dates, times, because things are changing and, and it all kind of depends on your age when you're in retirement for much of it, as we said. But uh, very important to get that uh, full range, I call it the drone look over everything because one thing sort of interacts with another and you may be totally unaware of what's going on in your portfolio. Yeah, the timing of doing things is so critical when it comes to anything, but when especially when it comes to your money and taking your money out and when you have different tax qualifications and sometimes people don't even realize that they do, it's critically important that you put a proper strategy in place to spend the money in the most efficient way possible. Talk about RMD because this yeah. is a big, big part of the, the tax in retirement question. First of all, explain what RMD means to those who may have missed it, and then we'll get into why it's a, a key question. Yeah, RMD is, it stands for required minimum distribution. So it's that point in time when you have money that you've put away into an account that you have taken a tax deduction for and not paid taxes on it. And the government says, all right, you've reached a certain age, we need you to start taking money out of these accounts. Used to be under the old rules, because it's changed, that was a 70 and a half rule. People called it the 70 and a half rule, where I have to start taking money out of these um, pre-tax accounts with like one exception. If you're still working at the employer that you're at, the 401k with that employer is exempt from the required distribution rules. But 70 and a half is where it started. Recently, in, in the SECURE Act of 2019 that came kind of came in in 2020, they increased that number to 72. So they allowed people an extra 18 months before they'd have to start pulling money out of those accounts, which, which was nice. Um, and then we look at, you know, kind of what's next. I mean, last year they waived the required distribution. There is talk right now that they're going to increase the required distribution age again in what we were coining this SECURE Act 2.0. I don't know if that's what they're going to call it but they will increase it to 75 over a 10 year period. So if it passes, it's pegged for January 1st of next year, 
RMDs will be 73. Now, if you're already taking required distributions, it means you fall into the old rules. If you haven't started taking them, you fall into the new rules. Then it'll go up five years from then to 74 and five years from that to 75. So what do you do and how, how do you look at it and how do you best strategize how to take the money out of these accounts? To add to that, um, I was reading that next year, they are going to change the required distribution tables and they're going to allow people to take money out over a longer period of time. And what does that mean? They're just going to allow you to take less money out from a required standpoint. The, the numbers are um, 72 now, you have to take about 3.91% of the account out. 72 under the new rule next year, you'll have to take 3.65% out, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but it can be over time. It can create a lot more tax mm. shelter. It can create a lot more wealth going forward. But don't lose sight of the fact that, you know, people, you know, blanketly throw out a required distribution is 4%. It's around 4% at the beginning, but it mm. climbs from there. You know, if you're in your 80s and you're 80 years old, it's 5.35%. If you're 90, it's 8.77% that you have to take out of these accounts. So people have to be not only sure that they do it and they, they you know, go along the rules and make sure that they don't miss an RMD, but they want to make sure that they're positioning their money in such a way that the climbing RMD, if that coincides with the declining market, that they don't run out of money. And that's the big concern for a lot of the people that we talk to. Always the biggest concern. You don't want to have to worry about oy vey, running out of money. It's a major oy vey, um, which I think is an Irish expression. But anyway, uh, it really is very much uh, a, a, an important facet of all this. It's the long range picture, because you may think even to yourself, as some people have told me, I can't wait till I turn 72 and a half. I can start taking money out and spending it. Well, that's great. And I hope you do. And I hope be prepared for any consequences because everything good has a, has a flip side. And also you don't want to fall into, and I saw this twice last week with people who came into the office. Um, you want to watch out for having multiple accounts, right? So if you've been with three or four employers throughout your career, or you established a few IRAs and you had maybe an account with one advisor and then you moved and you left that account there and started another one, you have to be careful for required distribution. If you have uh, an IRA, two 401ks, a 403b, and you get round to 72, the rules around that are that each of those individual accounts, you have to take the money from those accounts for required distribution. Whereas if you have 17 IRAs, each of them has a required distribution, but you can take that entire distribution from one account. And why is that important? Well, what happens if one of your accounts is down 25% and then you have to take a distribution out based on how much it was worth December 31st, the year before? Well, now you're selling off huge amounts of that money uh, while things are down. It's not ideal. And then the last part of this is you have to be careful if you have employer plans and you're no longer there. Some of these employer plans have automatic distributions. So they'll see somebody's turning required distribution age and they'll just cut them a check and send it to them. It's just automatic. Right. Um, it can create unnecessary taxes. It can create losses that you didn't necessarily need to have. Uh, and it can have you pulling more money out than you actually needed to pull out in the first place. And what is the implication if you totally forget and you don't pull anything out? In other words, the, the penalty. Yeah, it's a mistake you would only make one time because if you don't take the right amount of money out, the amount that you took that you didn't take out is penalized at fifty percent. Yeah, five zero. That that's a pretty high yeah. thing, high fence to climb when when you just forget. And that's again the reason why good planning with good people makes so much sense, and yep. uh, the all hands analysis approach. And let's just spend a minute on that because uh, it's not just about estate planning. It's not just about income 
growth, and it's not just about tax preparation. It's about all of these things with a team of people handling just about anything you need. Absolutely. I mean, you can't. I can't do everything myself. Much as I'd, I'd I'd love to, I'm just not able to. So I have a fantastic team um, of, of of people who have all of their chosen fields. They they'll meet with clients and go through everything. So making sure that people have enough money so they don't have to worry about running out of money. Making sure that their money is growing when they want it to grow because you still want to be uh, able to make money when things are good. Uh, tax strategies. We've talked about that today, and then tax preparation through Karen and her team um, has been a wonderful uh, resource to us. Um, Stu Millard, who you've met on occasion, um, is our Medicare specialist who will help people kind of dissect the, the, the Medicare questions as to what you should be doing from a supplemental plan standpoint. And then Bill Caldwell is a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, guy who I've worked with for probably 12 or 13 years now. Um, and we offer low cost legal work to our clients, as you know, that $399 for an entire estate plan for a couple just to kind of tie everything up in a bow because, you know, I, I want people to get all of these things accomplished and done. And sometimes people, you know, they don't want to be running around to five different offices to talk to five different people and, and lose things in translation. Um, so it's, so yeah. it's nice to be able to offer that through the all hands analysis. here. One of the key things that I've learned working with you for now three years or so is there's a direct line to an answer. It's not a call back in a week or we'll get somebody on that. And we'll talk to you in highfalutin terms that we'll never understand. Yep. It's very, very easy to get the information. And I think that's one of the misconceptions that all this stuff is way above our pay grade. No, no, this is your money, folks. This is your uh, pot of gold that you work so hard for and your retirement that you deserve to enjoy. And just ask the question. And uh, unlike some other areas in life, that no one will bite your head off and, and ignore you. That's an important yeah, issue. There's, there, there's so many considerations out there and you don't want to miss out. And But I, I want people to feel at ease that, you know, you mentioned these 15-minute strategy calls. They're just a great opportunity for people to have a quick question answered. If they want to take it further and come into our office, they can sit down and we can give them a second opinion on what they're doing. Um, but I, I would never want people to feel like if they pick up the phone and schedule one of those calls that they're just going to get hammered over uh, on the phone until they are, are, agree to become a client because that's not the type of office no, that I want no. to run. We have really good and close relationships and partnerships with all of our clients. We have you know, just wonderful connections and communications with them. And those are the types of people that we want to work with. And those are the types of people from their perspective that they want to work with. They don't want to feel like they're being pressured on anything. So, you know, I, I think it's so important to get these questions answered. You don't want to miss out, you know, years go by and you're looking back at a previous year where you could have taken advantage of another 15 or $20,000 in a very low tax bracket that you didn't. So don't miss out on those opportunities. I think, you know, we said a couple of weeks ago, don't, you know, don't forget the three B's. You, you have to be really careful. You have to be aware and you have to be consistent. Be careful of what you do because maybe you can't reverse what you've done and maybe it was the wrong thing to do. Um, be aware of what's going on in the world and what's changing and, and how it might impact you and your family and be consistent. You know, if you're meeting with your existing financial people on a continuous basis and they're being proactive and they're reaching out to you and you feel comfortable with that, great. But if you have to pick up the phone to talk about your life savings or if you have to ask the question and the people aren't being proactive, this is your life savings. So I, I tell clients all the time, when you leave a job and you have social and investments uh, and maybe a pension, that's your new business. That's your new job. And you want to make sure that that's being paid out to you in the most efficient manner and it'll never go away. So I, I think it's really important to review these things. Well said. And uh, we covered a lot of ground and 
hopefully got people uh, excited enough to follow up and get information. That's what it's all about. RetireSouthShore.com. Mark, I'll see you next week. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. This radio show may contain concepts that have legal accounting and tax implications. It is not intended to provide legal accounting, tax, or investment advice. By contacting our company, you may be offered information regarding insurance and fixed annuity products. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. You've been listening to Retire South Shore Radio, a presentation of South Shore Retirement Services. For the latest on free seminars, to obtain a report or to set up a consultation, please visit RetireSouthShore.com. Stay tuned for more real-world retirement solutions. RetireSouthShore.com. I need $85,000 a year in retirement. So how much do I need to save? The All Hands Analysis team at South Shore Retirement Services in Hingham gets this question quite often. The numbers are different, but the concern is the same. Will I have to worry about money in retirement? The answer is simple. It's different for everyone. And the folks at South Shore Retirement Services know that and can help you. Their All Hands Analysis team will break down everything you need to know so that you can enjoy a stress-free retirement with all of your needs taken care of under one roof. From retirement income planning, investments and wealth protection, tax planning, health care and long-term care, legacy and estate planning, and more. The All Hands Analysis team at South Shore Retirement Services takes the worry off your shoulders, making sure that you and your family have a solid retirement plan in place. Schedule your free 15-minute strategy call today. It's so easy. Just visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com.